Hi, y'all. This is Allie. And this is Mark. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Word with the Sloops. It is Tuesday, April 21st, and we're just so excited to be here and have this digital platform available to study the Word with you. Whether you live two doors down from our home, or across the country, or the world, we are just so blessed to have you listening. Today we are continuing with our study of the Gospel of John and learning more about who Jesus is. We will be finishing up the first chapter. Allie, can you give us a quick recap of what we talked about in the last episode? Of course. Last episode, we looked at John chapter 1, verses 19 through 34. We learned more about John the Baptist and his role in pointing the way to Jesus. We learned about the title John the Baptist called Jesus when he first saw him, Lamb of God, and why that title was an important testimony to who he is. Lastly, we looked at baptism and gave a brief intro into who the Holy Spirit is. Thank you to those who responded to our question last week about baptism, either on our Facebook page or via text message. We love connecting with you all beyond this podcast. Yes, we really do appreciate all the feedback and encouragement we have received as we have started this digital Bible study. We've been blown away by how much we have discovered about Jesus that we didn't already know just by studying this first chapter in John. We are learning right along with you, and it has already blessed us and grown us immensely. I hope you all have felt the same way. The Bible is alive every time we open and read its word. Lord, we pray that as Allie reads this last section of the first chapter of John, that your words would come alive and fall afresh on those listening and reading along, that hearts would be open to what you want to say to each of us individually. Give us ears to hear and hearts to receive your truth. Amen. Amen. Grab your Bibles or open the YouVersion Bible app on your phones and follow along with me. I will be reading John chapter 1 verses 35 through 51. Feel free to highlight anything that sticks out to you or anything you might have a question on. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who had heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which when translated is Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, Follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethesda. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. 
Jesus said, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. He then added, Very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Thanks, Allie, for reading these verses. To start us out, what was something that stood out to you as you read and as you, we prepare for this week's study? I thought it was interesting that Jesus gave a new name to Simon. He told Simon, you will be called Cephas or Peter, which translated in Greek means rock. God gave new names to several people throughout the Old Testament. Usually the na new name would mark a promise God made to that person, or it would signify a new purpose or mission for that person. The Old Testament example that comes to my mind is when Abram and Sarai kept trying to have a child. They grew very old, and then God told Sarai and Abram that their offspring would be more numerous than the stars. In Genesis 17, when Abram turned 99 years old, God declared his new name Abraham, a father of many nations. God also gave Sarai the new name Sarah and blessed her and Abram with a baby boy. Peter became the leader of the apostles. Jesus chose him. He shaped and trained Peter to be a leader. It all began with this first meeting with Jesus. Jesus knew Simon was coming. Jesus knew who Simon could be. Jesus knew Simon before he met Simon. He knows us before we know him, and he is waiting to declare to us our mission and our purpose. Jesus saw Simon's potential, and he sees our potential when we can't see it. We know this now from the last two weeks of studying this first chapter, that Jesus is God and is our creator. So of course he knows who we are because he created us. He created us for a purpose. And when Jesus calls Simon Cephas, rock is an example of that and a reminder to me as I read this that God knows my true name, my true worth, and my true purpose in this life. He knows you too, even if you don't know him. Yeah, I hadn't thought much about Jesus changing Simon's name until really digging deeper into this. But that is a good reminder that yes, Jesus should be the one to show me what my worth is and to tell me what my purpose in this life is. I shouldn't get caught up in who the world tries to tell me I am, even though that can easily happen. I totally agree. That's why I'm glad we're all getting to know Jesus better together. I think we will find that as we get to know him, we will also get to know more of who we were created to be and find our purpose or mission in this life if we haven't found it already. So let's move on. I'm eager to hear what stood out to you in this section of reading. One thing I have noticed so far is that John in his gospel contains many references to the Old Testament. One of those lays in verse 51. Jesus states that you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Here we discover two more titles for Jesus. John is referring to two different Old Testament stories. The first is about Jacob's ladder. In Genesis chapter 28, verse 10, Jacob, the son of Isaac and grandson of Abraham, lies down and has a dream in which he sees a staircase leading up to the heaven, and the angels are descending and descending the staircase. At the top of the staircase is God. God reveals himself to Jacob. God tells Jacob that he is with him and will watch over him wherever he goes. Jacob names that place that he has a vision as Bethel, or house of God. When Jesus says in verse 51, very truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending 
on the Son of Man. He knows that those listening were, were taught the Old Testament, and he's re- referencing this vision that Jacob had so that they would begin to realize that God has revealed himself to us in him, Jesus. Jesus is our new Bethel. We don't need a geographical place or a building to meet God. Pastor and author John Piper says it well. Jesus is that place where we now meet God. Yeah, I think we are all more aware of that right now with streaming church services online. Jesus can meet us wherever we are, and through him we have access to God and his spirit. He is bigger than any place or any building. So what was the other Old Testament story that is referenced in this section? The second title John introduces us to for Jesus is when he writes that Jesus himself used the word Son of Man. This is in reference to the book of Daniel. Daniel, a prophet, in chapter 7, verse 13, has a dream of one who looks like a Son of Man. In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and people of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. In the verse before that, the one that Jesus refers to the Son of Man, Nathaniel called him the Son of God. Jesus chooses to use the title of Son of Man to show both his humanity and in reference to Daniel's vision, his exalted heavenly being. He was fully human and fully God. Upon doing some research on this title, Son of Man, we found that Jesus almost solely uses this title instead of calling himself the Son of God. Many scholars theorize that he used Son of Man to refer to himself to be more discreet in a time where every action he made and word he said was trying to be used to convict him. Only those who had ears to hear and truly knew Jesus knew that he was referring to Daniel's vision. His time has not yet come to reveal himself to the whole world. Mark, this leads perfectly into the part where we list what we have learned about Jesus so far in this study. In just this first chapter of John, we now know a substantial list of titles and attributes of Jesus. To refresh your memory, Jesus is God, he's the Word, our Creator, he's eternal, the one and only Son, the light of all mankind, he brings grace and truth, he's our Father and overcomer of darkness. He is the Lamb of God, he takes away the sin of the world. He is God's chosen one, and he baptizes with the Holy Spirit. This week we can add that Jesus is the Messiah, Christ, Rabbi, Jesus of Nazareth, Son of Joseph, Son of God, King of Israel, the new Bethel, and Son of Man. Now here comes your part. We want to hear from you. What are some of the things that you noticed in this section of John's Gospel that we didn't cover? Anything specifically stood out to you? What questions do you have from reading or listening? One big question we would like to hear you respond to is based on Simon and how Jesus called him Peter. Have you felt Jesus calling you to a specific purpose or mission? If so, let us know what you think that is. And if you haven't, that is okay too. Mark and I are learning right along with you and figuring out too what Jesus is calling us to do. So please know that you were created and placed in this world and at this time for a specific purpose. 
God knows you intimately and wants you to get to know him more so that you can trust him when he calls you by a new name or to a new mission. He has already prepared a path for you. And let me tell you, just from our own experience, that is a hundred times better than anything you could ever imagine or do on your own. And as you get to know more about Jesus, we suspect that you will also get to know more about yourself from the very one who created you. We would love to connect with you off this podcast. We want to hear your thoughts and feedback and answer to these questions. You can do that by messaging us on our Facebook page, The Word with the Sloops, or for those of our friends and family who have our numbers via phone or text. We want to hear from you, and we welcome any questions. Let us know how we can be praying for you this week, too. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, stay connected, and keep praying. So this about wraps up our third episode. We hope you will continue to join us as we begin the second chapter of the Gospel of John next week. Let us pray for you as we close this episode. Jesus, thank you that you came to us fully human and yet fully God. That through you, we have access to God. Right now, we need to be reminded that even more. Forgive us for when we think that you are restricted to a church building. Remind us, like you did with Jacob, that you are with us wherever we go. Keep reminding us, Jesus, that you have all authority, glory, and power. That your dominion is an everlasting dominion, and your kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. We worship and praise you, our Son of Man. Amen. Abba, Father, thank you that you know me, really know me. Thank you that you have created me for a purpose and for this specific time. Thank you that as I get to know you more through this study, that you will continue to reveal to me more of my mission in this life. I pray that anyone listening right now that may may feel hopeless and maybe a little worthless, that you would show them in a mighty way that they can have hope in you and that they are worth so much to you and to me. Forgive us when we doubt our worth and our calling. Lord, thank you that you see us in our brokenness, and yet our worth to you stays the same. I pray for healing for those affected by this virus. I pray for protection over everyone's homes, marriages, friends, and families. In your most powerful and awesome name, Jesus, our Messiah, I pray. Amen.